We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. And on the internet once again, I'm loving these guest internet guests. This is fantastic. But I have my guy, Nathan Brandt, over at the NES Podcast. How are you, my friend? Hey, man, it's going good. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. This is a, a beautiful Saturday. It's Technically, the day before the Super Bowl, even though we're recording this well in advance for when this episode will be released. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's like day. it's like twenty degrees warmer than it was yesterday oh, here. So like, I nice. was able to go outside without a coat. It's oh. I'm feeling the change of the seasons. It's good. Yeah, it's lovely. It is absolutely wonderful. Um, it's supposed to get like really cold here after though, like tomorrow. Like, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, my ass is gonna be back in that puffy <laughs> coat like in a week. But yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Yeah. Uh, but let me go ahead and finish up this intro, and then we'll go ahead and jump right into yeah. it. But we are a group of knights. Uh, with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with a K. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. An episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Now, Nathan. Yes. We have a nice little list of questions for you today. Red. I worked on this list all day yesterday, kind of went into it thinking like, okay, what do I really want to ask Nathan? Okay. Uh, and I came up with a nice little list. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's about not a crazy amount of questions, but we'll see how deep we get into these. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Let's go. Sweet. So first and foremost, what sparked your interest in actually, uh, not necessarily horror, but wanting to even join, come on the show? Well, um, in general, you know, I've listened to um, this podcast a little bit here and there, and I, I like the the format of it, that it's kind of just a more open discussion and just like, you know, we'll see where the conversation takes us kind of a thing. Right. Um, but then also just from, from the horror genre, like I tend to like things from a different angle than I think a lot of other people do. Right. Like you had Kali, you had Khalif on the show and he's like big into the, like the torture porn, like gore. Yeah. Khalif um, was nuts with all of it. I was like, Holy chopping, shit. chopping folks up and stuff like that. <laughs> or, you know, the kind of horror movies where it's, you know, your Freddy's and Jason's and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, my sort of, I, I wasn't really going to say that I would classify myself as a horror fan, but as I was writing down like, Oh, what are the ones that I actually do? Like, I was like, you know what? Like, I think hereditary is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't not say I was a horror fan <laughs> after saying that. No, right. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So I would classify myself as a horror fan, but it's not, um, you know, I would have to put an asterisk after that of just like, you know, I'm not into like slashers or, right. you know, Freddy's and Jason's and all that kind of stuff. I'm 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 into the weird like the theme I thought up for the th- kinds of things that I like is 
the fear of the unknown. Oh, I like that. Um, so it's that same sort of feeling like if you got a call or like if you if you didn't know what was happening to a loved one, like but you knew something mm-hmm. bad was happening and you couldn't get a hold of them. It's that same kind of fear of like, I need to know what's happening, like something's happening, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's I, I wrote down like, you know, hereditary midsummer um, stuff like get out and us uh, it it where you're just like, I don't know, like, why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> and before, um, you, you say it. it and yeah. I assume it's 2017's version. Yeah, yeah, Sweet. no, I I I tend to like that one more than like you know the the, the mini series. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> a I little mean, it, a little less schlocky. Yeah, right? I was like, just about to say that a little less schlocky and uh, and spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the nineteen ninety version, but the odd scene of when uh, Bill is yep. riding on his bike and he, you could just see his ponytail in the wind and it was like. Okay, this is an interesting <laughs> yeah. way to end this movie or this and though, series. You know, chap- chapter two got a little bit more comedic, which I actually yeah. kind of liked, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't, you know, a made-for-TV miniseries type right. thing, right? So, right. Um, but you know, other things I have on there are like Mandy, Annihilation, um, most recently The Lighthouse. Nice. Um, Would you say uh, these are your favorite horror films, or like, are these just the ones that you gravitate to? These are like my favorites. I mean, I, I don't it. like, you know, it and and us and um like I have Apostle on here as well. Oh, nice. I like <laughs> I like them a lot, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put them in like a top, you know, 20 or 50 sure. um of all time, you know, list or anything like that. But if we're talking just straight up horror, I would absolutely put them on that list. Um Absolutely. But, you know, I like The Shining and that's why I like uh The Shining was like one of my favorite movies ever. Um, when I started to oh, so really get into films and start to um, go to film school and stuff like that. Right. Um, I guess that sort of like explains my like weirder, like pinky up ass, like, like <laughs> artsy, artsy uh, angle for this shit. Yeah. But like, um, you like the art films. That's awesome. No, I love it. Ex- exactly. Exactly. The more, the more artsy, the better for me. Like, you know, I, I talked about Annihilation and Mandy, like where it's basically, oh, you're just looking at like colors and yeah. actors faces for like two hours. <laughs> Mandy's um, one of those movies that's just like drenched, not necessarily in blood, even though it is a lot of it. It's just drenched in just blissful dread. And it, it's such yeah. an odd feeling, but at the same yeah. time, it's just, so well done and panos cosmatos he's gosh he's fantastic like his favorite color being neon purple first and foremost is cool (laughs) so for sure yeah i'm gonna add this to this movie anywhere i can and have it metal fueled and just rock and roll and just kind of go through the whole span of it Um, any movie any movie that knows what it is is it gets that much more respect for me. Like Mandy, it doesn't try to be another kind of movie. Like it's like, Nope, this is the movie we're making. We're making it in this exact vision of like, we turned like an old, like Van Halen shirt into a movie. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Or like an Iron Maiden, like a faded ass, like Iron Man (laughs) or Iron Maiden shirt. Like we're making this into a movie and that's what it is. And that's what you're strapped into for two hours. So, you know, buckle up. Oh, I love it. Have you seen any of his other films? He has one. I need to. I need to. Um, I, I, once we saw that, like I went down the, like the rabbit hole of stuff to add to my, um, like up next for like my Apple stuff. So I have like, 
the void on there and like a couple other oh, like void is nuts, man. stuff like neon demon um stuff where it's just like hey let's just get some some weird cool colors on the screen and and <laughs> like i said just look at an actor's face for like two hours yeah, while there's yeah, some yeah. colors happening yeah. yeah neon demon's actually a really cool one and a lot of people don't know that keanu reeves is in it <laughs> Whoa, yeah. okay. Yeah, so Neon Demon. Oh, man, maybe I'm doing that tonight. Really maybe I'm making one. grilled cheeses and watching that tonight. Yeah, dude, yes. <laughs> it, it's it's such an interesting movie. It's a very slow movie, but it's it's really beautiful. And, uh, gosh, uh, Elle Fanning, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. She's yep. she's great. She's she's yeah. really cool, and I, I really like her, and I think she's kind of a better actress than uh, Dakota. But <laughs> uh, she, it, it's just, it's, it's probably because she's odd. She's kind of odd. Yeah, and she's a little awkward with her right. Acting. And so for the movies, the movies she's in, it 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 it, uh, it helps. Yeah, <laughs> like it really helps, like play off of her personality and things like that. Neon Demon's definitely one of those, and uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves is great in it. I mean, he, he's kind of like a father figure, and it's mm. it's a really really cool uh, movie. But um, I wanted to say, with uh, have you seen uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow? No, that's that's the other one I added to my my list because I know I'd heard about that one forever ago. Oh yeah, and um, I was like, it's 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 one of those movies where it's kind of in the back of your mind of like, oh yeah, I should see that next time. And then you just get home and put on whatever on whatever the hell on Netflix yep, and that's it, right? Like, <laughs> um, because it's it's never really at least when I've wanted to watch it, it's never been on a streaming service, mm-hmm. so that like really like takes the wind out of the sails there. But um. But yeah, and any of the movies that are on my list are like there's some like supernatural element to it or like maybe it's a supernatural element and maybe you're just crazy. Like um Apostle on Netflix Apostle's is really good. Gnarly. And it like it 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 like teases you for like the first two thirds of the movie of like, is something happening? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Like, oh it no, it definitely is. is. It an was it, What's yeah. happening here? <laughs> was it just in their head? Who knows? It could be. And then, <sighs> so you're sitting there thinking like, am I the crazy one right. <laughs> for a while? So Dan Stevens plays a fantastic uh, horror protagonist too. Like, he, Oh my God. Great. Yeah. Uh, he, he needs to be in like every movie. He's yeah. so good. <laughs> Have you seen him play in, um, gosh, uh, the guest. Have you heard of that movie? No, but I haven't. I have, it's another one of those things where it's like I need to see it. Oh yeah, the, the guess is, man, it's such an incredible take on a, a, a kind of a like, like oh, this is a a friend of a friend, and oh, he needs a place to stay, and yeah, oh, he knows my son. It's okay. I trust my son, therefore I trust you, even though I never met you before. My yep. son's actually not even here right now. Come inside. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it's such a weird movie, but uh that's Adam Wingard. Um and he's he's always a hit or miss. He's the one who everyone right. hated because he made Death Note on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh but he came from making VHS, that uh kind of that yeah. found footage movie um yeah. with anthologies but the guest is fantastic and it's it's one of those movies that once again has that kind of very tonal movie that's kind of like drive yeah but a horror ver- it's initially a horror version of drive to be honest like it, it's, <laughs> I'm in. it's I'm so in. good it is so good i, I love it so much and uh, i want to say uh i want to say her name is micah micah monroe she played in like It Follows and Villains okay. and stuff like that. Um, but she's also in it as well. But it's a gotcha. It's an interesting movie, very slow burn, but it is yeah. 
God, when it picks up, it picks up. <laughs> that's 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 my favorite kind of stuff where it's like you don't know, really know where it's going to go. But then all of a sudden in like the last quarter of the movie, you mm-hmm. know, all the rules and some like everything's going down at the exact same time. And like shit's hitting the fan <laughs> and like what's happening. I don't know. Oh, like God. that's that's my favorite kind of stuff or stuff where you don't really know like what was going on until like the last five minutes of the movie, like, um, like hereditary or the witch or something where you're just like, Oh, (laughs) at the very end of it. (laughs) And like, that's what I love about hereditary is, um, it's, it's a movie where you don't really know what's happening until the very end, but you can rewatch the, you can rewatch it and everything they say about like, you know, the protagonist talking about her brother and her mm-hmm. mom and stuff. It all makes sense in like through yeah. the lens of like, oh, they were trying to exactly. you do. I, I don't know if I can spoil it or not, but they're doing <laughs> they're, they were really trying to do X, Y and Z the whole time. Yeah. And this she just saw it as this. But it was really this other thing, which is like way crazier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's so hard to talk about Hereditary without spoilers, too. Right. Like it, I know. It, and it's like if anybody's <laughs> listening and hasn't seen it, you need to do it right now. I think it's still on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but just just rent it or buy it or, or whatever. You need to see it. Tony Collette, man. She's like she's one of the most versatile and like emotive fantastic. actors. She went like she went full on like she went ham on that movie <laughs> and it totally paid off cuz she could it's it's such a risky performance 100%. of you know somebody who's basically you know maybe yes or no being like gaslit by demons the whole time right. and uh so it's 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 just kind of her just going off the wall like for for 2 hours and i i loved it yeah yeah it's a it's one of those movies that just seems to be like if you were to watch it over and over and over again you can constantly go through kind of a a retrospective vision to it to where you're looking at it at the lens of someone else like I've always when I watch it um like I watched it recently inside the lens of the father like from his perspective and oh my god yeah watching it from him (laughs) and you're just like god he's the one who's getting the complete shit in of the stick here. Like, <laughs> like holy shit. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have an ch- opportunity at all to mourn. And it's just, yeah. it, it's just go, 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 go for him. And until we get there, <laughs> but I know. Yeah. God, and it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where movie. it's like when the, when the other shoe drops for that movie, it, it fucking, it drops. Dude, it's, <laughs> like it's, it's, nuts. it's we're, nuts. we're going full crazy, but Ugh. so, I like a lot of like, you know, artsy, like I said, pinky up movies. Yeah. But the other side of that coin is like, I'm weirdly into found footage movies. Um, oh, and I, love I can't, found footage. <laughs> I, I can't explain why that is. Um, but it, it helps me. Um, cause I, you know, like I said, I went to film school. So mm. a lot of the times, like, I don't, I'm kind of snobby about movies where, you know, I'll watch whatever movie, but you can tell if I'm not into it, which sure. sucks and I can't help it. But <laughs> it um liking found footage movies has been really cool for watching, you know, you know, quote unquote like normal horror movies, mm-hmm. like with my girlfriend, where it's like it doesn't have to be like, you know, a complete ten out of ten, like, ooh, sumptuous experience or whatever. It's just <laughs> like let's just watch some paranormal activity. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yes. Um, yes. or, you know, Cloverfield, like I, oh I God, still so say that Cloverfield holds up, but I, I did that whole like alternate reality game leading up to it and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
what was the one that we watched recently? My girlfriend and I watched uh, Phoenix Forgotten. How was which is that? About, that was the alien huh? one, right? Yeah, that was the alien one. <laughs> and like, it's it's one of those movies where I think it's just like the framing device of it being found footage. Sure. Um, completely like it, it gives me an extra layer of um, suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. where I don't have to think about it of... Like, oh, a director chose this shot and this shot. It's like, no, they're filming it. This isn't it. There's no director. They're just filming it. Don't yeah. even think about it. But then if it's done well, you can you can say like, wow, like they really, you know, used limitations of the genre of found footage mm-hmm. and did something interesting. And I think Phoenix Forgotten is like like a banger. Like I, we watched it and like you had a good time there are like. There are, yeah, there are like bad reviews for it, but I was like, I don't fucking know what they were talking yeah. about, man. That was great. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the thing about found footage movies. They get they get put on a pedestal so low that right. a lot of people just kind of go in with not low expectations, but they go in already thinking the movie's bad. Yeah. And yeah, and it's that's unfortunate. It's sort of, yeah, exactly. And you know, my girlfriend is a huge fan of like paranormal stuff. Sweet. Um in general oh and dude I'm, have you I, guys I, seen the taking of deborah logan yet then what is it called the taking of deborah logan taking of taking of deborah logan yes hey that, i'm writing that down that movie is bonkers but it, it's <laughs> it's a little a little bit for everybody it's it's gotcha it's balls to the walls but it is it is insane and what a little bit of the premise. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. Um, it is a, it initially is about this student who is, uh, she's working to get her PhD. And for one of her thesis is on uh, Alzheimer's disease. So she goes to interview this woman named Deborah Logan. And she suffers from Alzheimer's. And initially the student, her grandfather, died from it. So that's her way of feeling a connection to it. Um mm. Initially, and this is all in the trailer, so I'm not. It's not necessarily spoiling right. too much, but initially, her Alzheimer's disease transitions into something a lot more darker. Okay, um, and it turns kind of into a ghost story. It is cool. insanity, and I, I think you and your your uh, girlfriend will love it. Like, I think you guys would be completely into it. Uh, it's on Shutter if you wanted to check it out okay. tonight. Um, and I want to say Shutter's given out like seven seven day uh, tri- yeah, uh, trials. Yeah, I've never signed up for it, so we've got that free Sweet. trial no matter how long it is. There you go. Um, um, so, but another one that we saw yeah. on, I think it was on Netflix, was like the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, one of my favorite ghost movies Dude, of all time. <laughs> it was really really good, and it's another one of those things where or paranormal like, movie, I could say. Sorry. I yeah exactly yeah. yeah I was like go, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's one of those things where you know like I said I, I I wouldn't really classify myself as a horror fan. I just like movies that are like done very well and like yeah. done very thoughtfully, and they're a com- they're a complete thought. You know, they have internal logic and. You know, it's its own like closed off reality, right? 100%. And this was one of those things where it's just like it takes place completely in that morgue. Yep. And, you know, it's another one of those things where you're like, wait, what's going on? Am I crazy? Are they crazy? Is it just coincidences? Is something else going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and it like keeps you guessing and stuff. And it wasn't like, you know, it's not going to win any Oscars or anything, sure. but like, 
but it was like a really cool, enjoyable um, time. So, um, yeah, no, that was another example of stuff. So, I, like I said, I think we talked on Twitter a minute for a minute. It was just like, who wants to talk about horror movies and you're not a horror fan? I was like, dude, that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting because like you even though you're not really truly into it, like you're, you're into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I, I'm it. into, I'm into movies, right? Like yeah. I'm into just like whatever is, whatever is good and done well. And, you know, as I was thinking about it, a lot of what I like actually does tend to be horror. But like when we were in the, when we were on the call before we started recording, I was yeah. like, is Mandy a horror movie? Is this a horror movie? And you're like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, it's so interesting when, you know, it like, Annihilation is the is the same genre as like Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, uh, probably not, but probably actually, not, yeah. kind of. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I, I that, love that's what Annihilation get, too. That's yeah, yeah. No, cosmic horror is oh, is gosh. the best kind of thing where it's like, um, you'll never understand what is truly going on here, and that's what's terrifying is like your own sort of like your species is like irrelevance in the cosmos is like so like oh my god (laughs) that's why i like bloodborne so much is because bloodborne i mean spoilers for that game but it ends up being aliens is the thing in that so um, oh shit i didn't know that (laughs) yeah it, it starts out it starts out as you know you're you're like like you would i wouldn't say horror it would be like horror you know like werewolves and stuff and victorian whatever right um but then it transitioned like randomly in this forest like maybe 10 15 hours into the game you just find like basically a gray and you're like what no what is why is that here (laughs) and then it ends up then it ends up being this you know whole um cthulhu aliens um scenario and like that's that's what i'm super into um when it's like something that you can't understand like there's Mm -hmm. some sort of logic to the movie and there are like beings other than you that understand what's happening, but you can't. And that's like that powerlessness right. feeling is like so cool for me. Right? Have you have you seen uh, Bird Box at all? Yeah, and and that's that's why I didn't really like Bird Box is because it wasn't. I don't <laughs> feel like it was done that well. Yep. Um, I've like the concept of it. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, you should, know, I love. <laughs> I love like that sort of like apocalyptic mm-hmm. thing of like something is happening everybody's going you know wild and then it just kind of turns into like a bad version of like night of the living dead where they're just they all just hold themselves up in a house and yeah. then then john malkovich says make america great again and i'm like yeah i, I get it i get it you're a red state guy like i get it <laughs> you know like yeah it's that's that's the the bad side of the the netflix Netflixization of, yeah. of movies, right? Is because you get so many things that come out mm-hmm. um, more quickly than ever because it's they'll just dump it on Netflix, whether they make it or whether they purchase it to put it on there. But um, a lot of times it ends up being rushed and like you don't get that sort of, um, I don't know, you don't get that kind of quality of something like, you know, like The Witch or something like that. And that's sure. why, that's why Apostle was so cool because it's a Netflix movie. If I'm not mistaken, I yeah, think it's it a Netflix original, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's it's done super well and it's really suspenseful. And it like you want to watch every second of it, because at the very last second, something could change. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. So and even with Apostle, like when you get to that end result, when you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it, it leaves it open for a ton more questions. And you're and 
it's kind of like one of those things where you're just like, wow, like the cycle's just going to continue. And yeah, that's kind of cool. Like that, that's Inter- a cool thought. Interestingly, like I, I, like I said, I'm a huge, fl- huge fan of Bloodborne and um, Brian Altano fr- and Max Scoville from IGN said that um, Apostle is the best Bloodborne movie. That's um, fair. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. And that's why I ended up watching it and why I ended up liking it is because I like, you know, was kind of linking ideas in my own head to that sort of thing. So, no, that's fair. You know, the long and short of it is that is my um, sort of background in terms of of horror stuff and the kind of like, you know, quote unquote, scary movies I like to uh, I like to watch. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You that was very, very well said. And (laughs) I I appreciate you, you know, coming coming along for the genre ride. Like it's it's super duper fun. Um, And it's just it's it's just interesting. Like more more than anything, it's it's a really interesting way that horror can kind of connect certain people. Yeah, um, and it's and I get it. Like some people love it, some people hate it, and some people some people are like kind of neutral with it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that a horror movie still has and a, a resonation with someone like it's just something about horror movies, no matter what, like, even if you don't like it, it's because something resonated with you. And that's the beauty behind horror. Yeah. And, and, you know, oftentimes with the kinds of movies that I end up liking, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of the only way to get a mystery movie anymore. Sure. You know, no. if, if that make, if that's like a huge extrapolation, but like, you know, it's there's not a lot of movies where you can go into it and the reason for what's happening, you don't know until the end. And like the protagonists have to solve it or give into it or whatever it's going to be mm-hmm. um, until the end, like seeing. um Oh, what was it? Blair Witch, like the new oh, one. Sure. The sequel, like that surprise sequel. Yeah, that was 2016, um, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend and I went to go see that because, um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm big into found, found footage, footage yeah. stuff, um, and that movie was was huge anyway. But like, um, it, it was just cool to go into that and like what ended up happening in the woods and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and and just like what's happening. I want to know. I want to figure it out. It it scratches that kind of like mystery itch for right. me. I think sometimes where it's just like, ooh, I want to know. Um, the 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 story of of what's going on yeah, and that's kind of the mystery in of itself. It. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was the uh oh man on Netflix is it it's something like the reunion or the ritual? Is uh, it the ritual? The ritual yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was that one was super dope too. I like that one a lot. Yeah, David Bruckner, man, he he's insane. We actually talk about that movie extensively on on one of the episodes. I think it's episode 2 or 3 or something like that uh nice. for Nightlight. So it's uh it's it's such a fascinating movie. That movie is incredible and I am very excited to see David Bruckner's next film even mm-hmm. though I'm hearing okay things about it. I think it's called the uh the Nighthouse is what it's called. Okay. And um I don't know much about it, but I hear that like the movie is amazing until it's not it's like, okay. yeah, I was like, dang it. I hate that. <laughs> I will, I, I will forgive, like, I'll forgive a bad third of a movie if the, if the other two thirds of it are exactly. great, though. You it, know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give into that. If it could hook um, me, it, it, then yeah. it, it, it's, it won in our, already in my book. Like I said, I, 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 I watch all the paranormal activity movies. Like, I, if, if there's something good about it, <laughs> I'll probably like it. Absolutely. Um, What's your favorite paranormal other, activity? 
My favorite paranormal activity is probably the I like the third and fourth ones. If I like I I all we always marathon them. My man. (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriend and I whenever we watch them. Three man. That was one of the most underrated paranormal activities. Oh my gosh. It's it's I think three was the one that like really hinted at like more of like the the world of like what was like truly going yeah, on like where there was the, the cult at the end or whatever absolutely I think. yeah it was so cool like that was like uh, one of the best things about paranormal activity three is one it's from the perspective of the little girls um yeah. and two it had one of probably the best jump scares in cinema history to me where initially and it's not even really a jump scare it's just like oh my god like such a, a dreadful feeling but it's when uh I want to say it was like the dad's friend is with one of one of the little girls and she wants to play Bloody Mary with him. And Oh yeah, the Bloody Mary one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. When he opens the door and then the darkness just creeps closer and closer to the door. Yeah. Oh my God. What a fantastic scene. <laughs> like it's just it, I've seen it done before, but it's just like yeah. that was done perfectly for that moment. It was just oh it was fantastic. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's so funny because like I was um, saying earlier, like my girlfriend and I never really watch one of them. And like, that's it. It's like, oh, let's watch all of them. <laughs> and like, and so like in a week, we'll either, you know, on Amazon or Netflix or whatever, yeah. or we'll rent it or buy it, whatever. We'll just go like through all of them and like have a couple drinks. And, and you know, I have a decent sound system and decent TV and stuff like that. There so it's go. like, it's good to just like sink into that sort of stuff. Um and it always bleeds together like it i wonder what would have happened if those movies like because it was the saw movies and then it was paranormal activity and then i think it was like what like either insidious or the conjuring mm-hmm. or whatever so insidious is and like the conjuring kind of happened closer to the same time insidious came out three years before the conjuring gotcha yeah. gotcha yeah and and now that's i think that's what what is the like the the yearly uh horror movie genre that's happening right now like what is the is it still the conjuring still, yeah so okay. the conjuring's still going uh insidious is but, technically going still too but it's just not as strong as the conjuring uh, okay but the last insidious was i think the the key or something like that oh um, yeah yeah but yeah, that, yeah. that only came out maybe two years ago so yeah, yeah and then apparently apparently the saw is coming back too <laughs> so it's Chris all Rock. yeah <laughs> what Which, a while like that's a sentence man <laughs> <laughs> saw with chris rock yes yeah i'm intrigued i i'm definitely not opposed to it i actually like saw Um, yeah i find nothing wrong with the with the movie uh i think i think the first the first like two are really cool and then it like it tries to justify too much of itself exactly and and connect too much of itself right um and then that's where it kind of like falls apart it kind of like ended up being like a weird like almost like fast and furious scenario that's where legit. it's like yeah that's legit <laughs> it's like, what it was it's literally horror movies of fast and furious like it's just yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, it was more like how more balls to the wall can we make these death traps pretty much like it, it's yeah. just all these meticulous things but saw one and two were fantastic like, those are two very smart movies yeah, um, especially Saw. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they Jeez. they definitely. I wouldn't say that they didn't age well, but they definitely show their age more in yeah. the editing and like every 
everything has like a flash to white and shaky exactly. like screen. It's like, oh my God, it feels like a crazy person edited this. <laughs> but that was like that was, that was the, the house style. That yeah. was the house style of the day, right? Yeah, like that, that was that, and, and that style was uh, it, it's initially was a style between a mix between found footage and also, um, uh, gosh, it's it's a it's a certain genre, and it's not torture porn because it, that that wasn't necessarily coined during this time. No. Um, it, that was really like some hostile stuff. Yeah, was when that when yeah. that when, that, when I first out, heard that. That's that's initially when all of that kind of happened. Um, but um, initially, this became something called mumble gore. And oh yeah, mumble yep. gore is so cool and so interesting because it, it's just so artsy, and it's yeah. just like it, it's just completely like oh a film student made this kind of thing, right? And yeah, and it shows and and. Typically, it's good. Like, I mean, you, there's another really cool found footage movie that's mumble gore. Um, it's called uh, the Poughkeepsie Tapes, and I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, this came out in about 2009, maybe. Um, I think so, maybe. And it's one of the most fascinating found footage movies of all time, and huh. it is so insane. And it's initially just about a serial killer who's recording his serial his uh, killing. Oh, cool. And it's initially he kidnaps one and then it turns into like a story of Stockholm syndrome and it kind of turns into a sadistic love story. Gotcha. And, and it's such a fascinating take on, uh, that genre just because yeah. I feel like that one really is kind of hidden under the, under, under the weeds a little bit. Uh, right. Khalif Adams actually didn't know about it and I told him about it on when he was a guest on the show and yeah, he was just like, "Oh shit, yeah, I totally need to check this out." Like this is insane. Like, yeah, I need to, I need to watch this for sure. He bought it on the show, like when, while we were recording. He <laughs> yeah, bought it right yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. So, um, shouts out to him, man. He, he's yeah, great. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But this actually brings me to what initially sparked your interest into the genre. Like, what would you say? Because I know you're just a lover of movies, but what would you say? Like, kind of kept you going. And I know Hereditary's in there, but. Maybe so, let's go a little bit before that. Yeah. Um, actually, like, my, f like, you know, I, I am going to be 30 this year. Um, and so I was in high school when the Saw movies were coming. When did the first Saw movie come out? 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was like, yeah. Okay. So I was like about to be a freshman when yeah. that came out. Right. And so, or that was my first. That was my freshman year. Yep. Um, and so like all throughout high school, just like anybody else at the time, I was watching, you know, saw and stuff. And then I kind of fell off. And then uh, I went to um, film school in Chicago mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, you know, you need to watch Kubrick movies. Like everybody says that, uh, right? Like yeah. he's, he's like the guy, right? Yeah. Like if you like artsy movies, you got to watch this. <laughs> so orange. I was like, make <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was making my way through the um, filmography yeah, and the shining, like really like scared the shit out of me. I saw, I like, I watched it on DVD in my apartment alone at like 2 PM. Wow. With the lights on and everything. But I, it like, it got you. Those title, those title cards, the music, the 
all that sort of stuff. It's the general rule of thumb that if something is parodied mm-hmm. a lot, that must mean that the original thing is good, right? Yeah. And like, you know, that the bloody elevator, all that sort of stuff. God, it's so um it the imagery, all that sort of like Kubrick was all he was big into like if I can make you have a thought, mm-hmm. it's so much more real and evocative than if I tell you to have a thought or my character tells you to have a thought or whatever. You know what I mean? If I can via images implant ideas in your head that you think you have, it's, (laughs) it's way scarier, but really I'm just a good filmmaker and I'm making you think these things. Yeah. Um, that's that sort it. And it worked like super worked on me. (laughs) And so, you know, the shining was like, I would have considered it like my favorite movie for a long, 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 long time. So good. Um, up until, oh yeah, up until maybe around when Hereditary came out, and all I heard about oh, wow. it was, all I heard about it was like, you know, yo, this this movie goes off the rails. Like, you need to see it. It's wild. Don't read. It. My favorite reviews are, don't l- watch this review. Go see it. Like, it's I'll very good. It. Go see it. I can't talk about it without anything being spoiled. You need to be completely unspoiled to this like i'm i will go see pretty much any movie where that's where that's the idea i i did that for um it comes at night i did that for good job um, yeah yeah that was that was the detriment to it comes at night are the trailers that was that's what made that movie fail we never i never saw any of the trailers for it or anything my my girl my girlfriend and i went to go see it and it was like it's like the best movie that I never ever want to see again because it was just like so emotionally. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, I think about it, well, I've never even revisited that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? The Lighthouse was another one where it was just like, nope, go see it. Yeah, it's 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 batshit insane. Go see it. <laughs> um, and I think what there was movie. probably Jesus. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I think there was other. Um, other examples of, of that, but I can't, you know, off the top of my head, think of it, but mm-hmm. there's other stuff too, that, um, like I said, I'm not really into paranormal stories of like cryptids and stuff like that as much as my girlfriend is, but sure. where we over, where we overlap, um, in a, in a sort of new area, um, that we're taught that I'm, you know, haven't talked about yet on this podcast mm-hmm. is like some of the comedy stuff, like what we do in the shadows, the show and the, yeah. t- the, the show and the movie, uh, I think, are fantastic, both, um, <laughs> amazing. The show is like I would say it's even better than the movie. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Oh man, and I'm so glad that they're getting more seasons of it. FX is like just that channel that's doing the weird shows, and I'm so into it. <laughs> oh man, I agree. Um, but yeah, man, like that sort that sort of thing that like it'll lampoon like you know tropes of vampires and stuff, and it's like because. How many times are you going to, I don't know, vampire stuff can be a little bit boring right now, you know? Sure. There isn't, there isn't going to be a fresh take on it done for a while, I feel like, vampires, right? So the better thing to do is oh, to man. be like, let's, let's make fun of, like, you know, all the old tropes and all that sort of stuff where you can, like... You know, real, like the energy vampire thing for the show. Like, that's, that's hilarious. It's so, it's so funny. It's it's so good. And then they, they get into more supernatural stuff and just like what what would 
like the culture of these supernatural beings would be just as fucked up and like right um like almost menial and boring as our lives like you know there's a there's a vampire in the show that her like her soulmate keeps getting reborn into new bodies but Gregor. before that <laughs> yeah except gregor yeah before they <laughs> Before they can, like, you know, be together or whatever, he always gets his head chopped off, and then she's got to wait for his next lifetime. And, like, that's so fucking funny to me. Um, because it's, it's oh, when just. She vaguely... unlocks all his lives. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just goes nuts. Oh. Yeah. No, like, hor- like horror comedy or just like. Like dark comedies. You know, dark comedy stuff like that. There's also, like, a musician um, called Lemon Demon, and he. Uh, there's a there's an album called Spirit Phone okay. that you should check out. It's like it's like sort of horror in 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 uh, subject matter, but Sweet. the tone is like more more comedic. But the song the song slap too, so that's that's another good thing. That's a good but, thing. Yep. <laughs> um, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But yeah, that's another side of things that, like, I don't have such a big pile of things that I can point to and say, like, oh my god, like, you know, horror as... Um, subject matter, but not genre, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. No, like what we fair. do in the shadows isn't, it's not scary. Like I'm not going to like cover my eyes right. watching it. <laughs> like I would, like I would, you know, watching, you know, certain scenes in Midsummer. but oh, like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. you know, vampires and werewolves are in that, you know, or, yeah. you know, in, in that album spirit, um, spirit phone, like there's a, song about a guy who gets trapped in like an arcade machine and like eats kids and stuff like it's cool it's it's funny and weird oh yeah i I want to definitely check that out and this is this is lemon demon lemon demon yep all right yeah i gotta check that out (laughs) definitely gotta check that out for sure uh there's um uh, hearkening back on what you said about vampire movies have you heard of a movie called bliss no but oh thirst though thirst though is thirst another, is, is awesome it, too yeah yeah <laughs> thirst no, is that's, so good i was like in my head like something was like you there's a vampire movie that you like that came out like semi-recently <laughs> yeah. and it, it fucking ruled thirst, thirst is rad so what is the name of this one bliss so bliss, bliss just came out maybe also on shutter actually um but this is a movie that i completely supported this guy his name is joe bagos um okay and he um with bliss it's the most odd vampire story ever and you okay. you kind of don't know it's a vampire story until it goes full vampire okay <laughs> and, but it's it's so interesting but it's 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 metal it's uh drugs it, it's it's an <laughs> insane movie and it's initially it's so balls to the walls bonkers it, it's one of those movies that when it goes there, it doesn't stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It is awesome. You oh, have um, to check out Bliss. Yeah. Uh, another good one. I'm like scrolling through IMDb right now. 10 yeah. Cloverfield Lane is another oh really good God, one. What a sleeper hit. Yeah, absolutely. Where like up until the last 10%, like Jeez, you, it, 
like it's it's that it keeps that um slow burn going through the whole thing right of like no there really can't be that much going on on the outside and then like you know she sees that woman that's like let me in and like her skin's falling off and shit and you're like you're like oh okay i believe you (laughs) yeah exactly and you're like okay wow um okay (laughs) yeah no and i like to think that the end scene of 10 cloverfield lane was inspired by the end scene of evil dead remake but that's just I me. haven't seen that one yet. Oh, I you haven't to. seen that yet? Oh, dude. I need to. <laughs> I need to. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, you will definitely see the, the similarities once you watch it. Gotcha. But then, like, um, Alien was another one I saw um, back in my, like, early college days where it was, like, that sort of, like, calibrated me to what I like. Yeah. Where it's, I think Alien would probably be the only, like, uh monster movie slash like well slasher movie that <laughs> that i would i would consider that i i'm a i'm a fan of because of what it is but it's it's kind of all the other stuff surrounding it then yeah. more it's more that than than the movie or than the you know the the slasher itself sure. um but yeah and that's, that's completely uh, fair you not liking slashers like, <laughs> like say what that's completely fair you not liking oh slashers. Yeah, yeah like that that's yeah. it's it's a it's kind of a silly genre to kind of get yeah. yourself behind. Yeah. Um, it's fun, but at the same time, like it, it's mainly just that there's only a yeah. few that I feel like really are just like, okay, I, I yeah. get what you're going for here for sure. Yeah. I would never say that they're bad or that yeah. like, you know, or, or, or pass any judgment on that. It's just a, the sort of thing where it's not my thing. You know, yeah. you and Khalif were talking about slasher movies and stuff like that. And, yeah. and, like I was like, no, I could see like why they would, you know, they would vibe on that a little bit more than than I would for a lot of the stuff you guys were talking about. Right. But yeah, right. It, and I'm I'm a weird one because it's more so just I since I love them all. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You inhale this stuff. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's like like the the genre itself. It, it it's nothing that really is gonna detour me away from checking it out. Um, yeah. And there's probably honestly, since you like like really are artistic films you'll love mm. more of the italian scene mm. um like if you check out like dario argento's opera um i'm sure you've checked out like suspiria and stuff like that have you heard of those? not yet okay. not yet you'll love suspiria to... yeah no my girlfriend has a thing she can't watch vomit on screen and so I, I look up like you know does the dog die.com where it'll tell you yeah. like oh does this happen in it yes no um and and that's one of the things that's on there so it's that's one of the movies where it's like all right, I'm going to go in the other room some morning before yep. you wake up and watch this. Yep. Um, but yeah, we recently watched um, Ready or Not. That was a really good one, oh, too, so that I guess good. I guess you could describe it as as horror. And like so the ending of that movie goes fucking crazy. Oh, man, that's it's it's Ready or it's Not. That was tro- a movie it's that, that tro- definitely just took me out. I was just like, what? Yeah, I did not expect yeah. any of this. This is great. <laughs> sort of like I was saying earlier, it's that trope of like, you don't fully know exactly what is happening True. until like the last five minutes. And then you're like, okay, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Same kind of there. thing with the lighthouse, same kind of thing with the lighthouse oh, exactly. where it's just like, you know, maybe you understand it at the end. Maybe you don't, but it was definitely a movie that you saw. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. It's definitely true. Now, since you're a fan of uh, Hereditary and, and things like that, like, would you would you want to dive more into psychological horror or are you more so just like you kind of want to stick to more of the artistic style? Um. So 
it it really like I don't really have a preference. Like I I'll, okay. I'll watch um pretty much whatever on on a good recommendation, right? right. Like I I am like paralyzed by just the sheer number of movies that I could be watching mm -hmm. that I usually just don't, you know, like <laughs> instead of just like what I should be doing, which is just diving in and watching whatever. Right. Sure. I, I usually either rewatch something I've already watched mm -hmm. or I'll like go watch stuff on YouTube. Like I'll watch like um, like video essays on stuff and that'll usually nice. clue me into like things that I need to watch. Right. right? That's what um, clued me into like, hey, you should really watch The Witch. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, <laughs> did okay. You, so did you have a chance to watch those in theaters at all or no? The Witch I didn't. Okay. Um, I watched, you know, The Lighthouse, um, Annihilation, um, Get Out, Midsummer, Hereditary, It Comes at Night. Yeah. Um, How was Get Out for you? Cause I, that, I loved that's, it. That's such a that's such an interesting movie, especially with the times and things like that. And uh we recorded an episode on get out that lasted about two and a half hours long. Yeah. And it's, it's not out. Well, when this, when this episode comes out, it'll be out. But, um, initially it's such an interesting movie, seeing it from other people's perspectives. Right. And I mean, you, I, I when I saw us, what I said about it was, um, that like you know i i liked it a lot i didn't like love it but right. it wasn't necessarily for me i mean spoilers i'm a white guy <laughs> so like <laughs> it it's it speaks to another sort of um well literally like another sort of viewer right, right. so i imagine that you know a bunch of black dudes from the Bay area probably have a lot more to say about us and get out. Yeah. Than yeah. My white ass that lives <laughs> in Nebraska. <laughs> right. So, so, but going to film school and just, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll watch whatever movie and like it if it's good. Yeah. Right. Um, seeing get out, like it was so tense and it was so, um, like, I don't think I've ever rooted for a protagonist more in a movie in the theater than I did for that movie. That's awesome. You know, when, when, when he gets captured at the end, you're, you're, or, well, I mean, he's been captured for like the whole yeah, movie, yeah, but, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> when he gets tied to the chair at the end, oh my God. um, I was like, I felt like real defeat yeah. <laughs> that I hadn't felt like in a theater watching a movie before. I was like, Oh no, they got him. Oh. Um, you know, watching that movie that he was watching on the screen with like the the infomercial about everything that was happening and fucking the coagula rip torn <laughs> weird ass in that movie, like oh my god, like no man, it's it was um, you know it it was a movie that I saw and liked a great deal because I. You know, I went to film school. I'd like to think I am good at watching movies because I think you can be bad at watching movies. I agree. Um, <laughs> I definitely agree. <laughs> um, I'd like to think that I'm good at watching movies and I can I can tell what people are trying, what directors are trying to say with their mm -hmm. movie. And um, I mean, Get Out made it pretty fucking clear <laughs> what they were talking about. And in fact, I think that's why people didn't like us as much yeah. is because it didn't really. It's a lot more drowned it, in symbolism. Yeah, and it didn't, like, come right out and say, like, you know, at the very end, like, white people want to be black, but they don't want to really yeah. be black. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Um, Us had a lot more to say. Um, the second watch. I think, yeah, I think so. And it's it's got a lot that you could read from it. I think Jordan Peele was like, 
I'm not going to say explicitly what I wanted, what I was going for with this. I want yeah. you to watch it and see what you kind of yeah. get from it. And that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that I like is that sort of um, Stanley Kubrick thing. I think Jordan Peele is like the closest um, analog to Stanley Kubrick, him and like um, Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh yeah. Um, like those two are like, man, it's so, they're so great. And they carry that, that torch of like, I'm going to watch a movie and you're going to stop it. And it's, you're going to watch the credits. Um, but you're just going to be like thinking about like, whoa, that movie, like put some thoughts in my brain. I wasn't ready to think yet, (laughs) you know? So going back to like, just get out. It was, um, it was, it was that sort of same thing where it's, like I said, I think I'm good at watching movies. And so I knew mm-hmm. what Jordan was saying um, throughout it. And, it. and it's, you know, pretty clear what <laughs> what he was what he was trying to say in it. But yeah, man, it like a movie rips. I love it. Oh, it's such a good movie. It, 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 yeah. It's oh, man. Like you said it perfectly. Like it, it is a movie that is for a separate audience. Right. But yeah. at the same time, like. Jordan Peele says it best too, where obviously it's his movie, but he says it where it's just like this movie for black people. It, it plays like a documentary, but for, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Like it, it, and it's genius because it's just like, it's like, yeah, like some people do kind of live through that. And, and for me too, like being in an interracial marriage and yeah, I, I listened to you and Khalif talk about like yeah. having that sort of that through line for both of you watching that yeah yeah and it, it's it's such a fascinating take because it, it's just one of those things that uh you never truly like suspect and it's it's cool because jordan pills also in an interracial an interracial mm-hmm. marriage as well with yeah. Chelsea peretti and um it's such a cool thought that mm-hmm. like he kind of had this idea kind of floating in his head for 10 years and he would just work on this screenplay for just and the way he explains it, because I actually I have his uh, his script. Oh, cool! Uh, for Get Out, and the way he explains it in in there, he talks about like he was like, "This is a screenplay that I just kind of would work on from time to time. It's it, mm. it was nothing that I sat down crazy long for. I I would kind of sit it down, and sometimes I'll sit it down for weeks. Sometimes I'll sit it down for months, and I'll come back to it. Right. And yeah, uh, the first initial concept was it was actually him going to a sorority house (laughs) and it was going to be him. It was going to be Chris meeting her sorority sisters and they were going to try to do the whole thing with with that. Um, So it was it was super fascinating because I don't don't know if you remember, like it was probably a year ago where those sorority sisters that like would open the door and they would start singing and then they they got turned into a meme. And yeah. people started sending it to Jordan to Jordan Pill, um, and that reading that made that situation make so much more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just so fascinating. Um, it's it's so cool, and it's with Jordan Peele. A lot of the stuff is sort of like um, kind of how like Lin Manuel Miranda talks yeah. about his his success, where he's like, "I did this. I already did the first sentence of." my obituary, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are going to mention get out before they mention us or whatever else I do. Right. So now I have this like freedom to like go make other weird, cool shit. Exactly. Like Jordan Peele talks about like, I want to make the best movie I have never seen yet. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm just so glad that get out was such a success and that so was us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's got that, you know, 
that goodwill from studios and that money to just make another weird movie, whether it's horror or what. I actually don't know what he's working on at the moment, but um, um, he's working on Candyman. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK. He's not directing. Yeah. It, but he, he's right, right, right. Heavily involved, he said. Gotcha. Yeah. No, he's like, man, what a career that guy has already. And <laughs> yeah. like, he's not even he's not even that old. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like seriously, like, in like in like 30 years, we're going to be like, man, can you believe that? Like <laughs> get, when Get Out 5 happened, it was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. Nathan, I have to ask since we and you touched on this very slightly, but what is your kind of fuck that horror movie that horror movie that you're just like nope i'm good i don't even want to have my eyes like go near it so man it is it's rough i actually i tried to prepare myself for this question because i knew it was going to happen yeah <laughs> and it's sort of like it's everyone's hard question <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and it's um like Khalif was like I don't, I'll watch anything. I'm yeah. like, show me whatever yeah. fucked up thing. <laughs> but for, for me, it really is that, that torture porn stuff mm. that like hostile, um, human centipede that like, I don't have the morbid curiosity for that. Sure. What like, you know, um, and it's not cause it'll like gross me out or whatever. It's because like, I don't really get anything from it, you know? Yeah. So like it's not going to like, you know, it's not going to make me barf or whatever, but it's just like, ugh, I don't want to see that <laughs> kind of a thing. Um the other thing is in another kind of sense of fuck that is like anything that's like just not done well. You know like sure. the like the like your sci-fi movies of like mega octopus whatever you know what i mean like i didn't want to see like (laughs) stuff like i don't know like i don't know if crawl was any good but that that kind of thing where it's just like okay yeah crawl was awesome like i'm sorry to cut you off Uh, no no that's fine it's just but you understand the perception that i would have of that too it's like it's a it's an alligator that's totally gonna kill you it's like i don't fuck that i don't want to see that yeah no that's completely (laughs) fair um or there is definitely like a borderline where the if your artsiness like tries a little bit too hard, I'm like I'm, yeah. I'm out because it's so like it's so I don't know I don't know what the word for it is, but it's like roll your eyes and call him a hipster kind of a thing. Yeah. Like I'm looking at an IMDb list of like top 100 horror movies um, from the 2000s um, so far or whatever. Mm. And like mother is on there and like, fuck that. I hated that movie so much. It was such a, like for me, it was such like a try hard nightmare to watch because it was like, Oh, do you get, do you get the references? Do you get the (laughs) symbolism? I'm, I'm this tapestry I'm weaving for you. It's like, shut up, man. Mother's one of those movies that, uh, it wasn't for us. And by us, I mean people who are older in our generation. Like, I feel like that's for generation Z. Like, because I know a lot of like, uh, people who are in college um, that actually really enjoyed that movie. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I can, I can, I can imagine that that is that would be. I mean, it's Aronofsky, right? Yeah. So I think whatever whatever Aronofsky movie you see first is the one that you like. It's true. sort of a oh, thing. That's true. Um, and yeah, but I, I'm man, with you. But, I hated that that, that movie. That movie sucked. <laughs> oh man! And part of it, like I have a I have a friend that I also went to uh, art school with, and she loves that movie. Yeah. But um, and we went to school at the same time. We're like the same age and everything. Um, yeah. but I think the difference is I went to Christian school, like for mm. 
until I was in eighth grade. And so like from the jump, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like a God thing. I got it. Yeah. yeah right. She didn't. <laughs> so until until the very end, she was like, oh, that's that's what it was at the very end. But for me, I was like, yeah, no, I got it at like minute three. I had it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it wasn't something that like kind of snuck up on me, like Requiem for a Dream. Like, yeah, when he did when he made that back in what was that 2000, um, mm, that completely just catches you off guard. Yeah. Where you're just like, even if you watch it now, like, it's just, it's one of those movies that are just like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Even Black Swan, even. Like, yeah. it's just like those, those types of movies are just so insane. But, like, I mean, that's, that you put it perfectly. Like, any Darren um, Aronsky's uh, kind of like movies, uh, like the first one you watch, that's your favorite one kind of thing. And, yeah. I think my first one was probably Black Swan, but Requiem for a Dream, I, I ended up watching when I was in college. But, yeah. Uh, God. What a fucking movie record for. <laughs> so God. I don't really have like a, a, a fuck that movie, yeah. um, but it's it's more of like a, a, a type of of movie that I'm like, I don't want to put my time into it. That's like fair. I said, like that, I, I consider I, that a fuck that movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am so like I said, I'm paralyzed by choice of what I could watch so that when I finally watch something and it's like a real stinker, I'm like, yeah. man, that was th- like it's that that's two hours. I'm never going to get back. Sure. I could have been. I could have been doing. I could have gone on a walk and yeah, had a yeah, better seriously. time. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, would have had more fun than that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Um, I don't think any genre has a bigger disparity disparity between the good and the bad than horror does. Mm-hmm. Good horror is like you know we were saying like Hereditary or Midsummer, Annihilation, all yeah. that those like those crazy crazy good ones. But then it's like evil bong or whatever you know like death gasm evil bong yeah it's this, that's the same genre like what yeah, the hell it's, it's jesus christ wow evil yeah. bong. oh my gosh i remember see i remember seeing that like like at the family video or you know the or hollywood video or whatever the hell yeah um i remember seeing it and being like man i should just I should, and I didn't mind you. I didn't smoke weed until I was like 24. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. like, but I remember seeing that even when I was in like early high school being like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> oh my God. It, it, I think it's Tommy Chong's in that, right? I'm fuck, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, fuck man. That movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, you brought up memories for sure. Those are kind of yeah. like a part of my like fuck that horror movies for sure. Like those yeah. types where it's just the parody horror films. Oh my god! Like the scary movie movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Like it's just. Although I, I'm not gonna lie, I actually did really enjoy the first scary movie, and yeah. mainly because it played just like Scream. It was just yeah. more funny. Well, yeah, and like Scream in and of itself is like a almost like a, a horror parody movie oh, anyway, right? So, yeah. but yeah, 1996 was a weird time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 1996 was a very weird time. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it it's one of those things that Wes Craven, first and foremost, had a fantastic formula when he found out what his formula really was that worked. Yeah. And when he found the scream formula where it's just like, huh, people like meta shit. Got it. Yeah. I'm just going to make more of this. Uh, but I mean, he started getting more meta and meta and meta once he got with like uh Night Round Elm Street and things like that. But before that, he had some pretty crazy heavy hitters where he had The Hills Have Eyes and yeah. um Last House on the Left, which was inspired by the the French um horror film I Spit on Your Grave. Like it's it's, yeah. it's all those types of things that are just he was such 
he took it so serious that he wanted to make something that no one's made before. Yeah. And he just didn't realize that no one was making anything meta. Yeah. Like no one was making something that they knew what it was. And even including what the beings in the movie are. Yeah. Also knowing what this is. And it's so great, especially when you get to scream Two, because scream Two makes fun of scream. One by making a sub movie called Stab, which was the the cold <laughs> opening of Scream Two, that was directed yeah. by Robert Rodriguez, and yeah. it's just, it's yeah. so God, like I was just like, this is this is genius, and yeah, the fact that he had another director direct it was probably the best thing he could have done because it didn't yeah. have the Wes Craven flair; it had someone else's touch to it, and you could see it. You could you could see that it was influenced. And it, I just thought it was super genius. And Wes Craven was definitely a guy who was beyond his years. And I'm glad that it sucks that he's getting the recognition after the fact, but I'm glad right. that he's now getting recognition a little bit yeah. more from non-horror fans in a way. Exactly. I mean, so, some artists end up being like that, right? Like most painters you've ever heard yeah. of are like people that never got famous until like, you know, like a yeah. hundred years <laughs> after they died That's or whatever. Fair. Yeah. So um, at least they got to make those, those, those cool movies. And it's sort of like, yeah. It reminds me of Cabin in the Woods where it's like it's taking oh, so good. <laughs> it's taking the genre of horror yeah. and like doing something new with it mm-hmm. while talking about like all the different tropes and like that's cliche and this isn't or whatever and like yeah. oh there's a reason that these clichés exist it's because got to please the old gods or whatever right. you know so Yeah no seriously who knew Josh Sweden and uh Drew Goddard coming together would make such a fantastic uh, take of a horror film like it's just yeah god they're, they're just so great um yeah you said the shining's actually wanted to touch on this very quickly but you said the shining yeah. is one is one of your favorite movies um yeah top five probably and have you seen dr sleep yet yeah i i loved it awesome it was it was <laughs> sort of um i was on another podcast where we were doing like our best of the year yeah um uh talk and like was this I with talked trevor about- starkey I uh, no, this oh, okay. was this was with uh constantly calibrating. Oh um, yeah, where yeah, I, yeah. I was I was talking about like uh Doctor Sleep for me was a lot like um El Camino, the breaking bad movie. Yeah. Where it was like, I didn't need this. Right. Um and if it was bad, I was just gonna ignore it, even though it's canon, you exactly. know. Exactly. But the fact that it happened was so cool and there were there were a lot of like cool details that they did really well and yeah. like you know that shot when danny is like locking away stuff in his brain like oh, when so where he good. locks it away is that frozen maze and it's like oh. as somebody who's seen the shining like you know probably like a dozen times like that really like that, that visual imagery like you don't have to say anything like just knowing that he has a box in his brain <laughs> that's in that maze it's like oh. i get what that means to him yeah and uh you, you, I, I love, you understand I love the, like, what the pain is behind that yeah. maze, of it, especially of him being chased by his father. And it, yep. it, God, beautiful. I love, I love the like twenty or thirty year sequel where it's just yeah. like, even if there were other movies, I need to watch the new Halloween. Like speaking of that, yeah, where it's it, just like it's a, it's a fun one. Even though, like you know, there may be other movies in the canon, like they're just yeah. like, nope, we're gonna do, we're gonna do another one. <laughs> like I, I love that the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, Blade Runner 2049 is like one of my favorite movies ever too. Same. Same. I love I love um 
anytime that they're like, let's revisit this old idea mm-hmm. um, and this canon and like recheck up on the world. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Dr. Sleep was definitely um, one of those things for me where it was like, yeah, I guess this would be what it would be like for him. Yeah. Like if he had if he had these abilities and then, you know, you get into um, uh, what's her name, the hat where it's Rose. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, there would be other people that do this. Right. Right. And it's like, I don't know, like you, you think of it as like an evil X-Men type thing where it's oh, like, yeah, Danny, so cool. Danny's a mutant. But like there's this like group of people that know how to use their mutant powers a lot better than he does. Yeah. Um, he expands on it a little bit more how it is with children in a mm. book called The Institute. Oh, really? There's like another book in the canon? Uh, it's sort of. So it's not necessarily canon all the way to the point where it's just like Overlook Hotel and so on and so forth. Right. However, it's all these kids, and they don't call it The Shining, but they have psychic abilities that is initially The Shining. And gotcha. they're being kidnapped and placed in this facility called The Institute. And mm. initially they're being tested so hard to actually kill someone. Okay, And that is initially the goal is that they they are tested and tested and tested to the point where they get to a certain section of the Institute to actually become like pretty much psychic hitmen. Right. And it is fascinating. And it's this is like this is like the story. I mean, I was already talking about mutants, but that reminds me of like that the the like clone facility in Logan, yeah, where they're like they're training <clears throat> they're training up these kids to do that. That's that's exactly. so awesome. Yeah, it, it's legit. If Stephen King were to make an X Men movie, like this is it, or an X Men <laughs> story, like like the Institute is one hundred percent it. Like it's so yeah. good. I actually spoke with Kyle uh, Stevenson um, about this on his podcast, Best Friends Talk Funny. Yeah, um, and it's just he he ended up reading the book, um, and it is just it is such a cool story, and it's going to become a TV show soon. So if you don't want to read anything, huh. you uh, it's going to be probably in twenty twenty one next year sometime. I'm sure uh, you'll yeah. see a TV show about it. Hopefully HBO picks it up. But <laughs> yeah. the Outsider is fantastic. I don't know if you're checking. Is that it? One uh, out. I need to. I need to do that. Oh my that's, God. that's like. Uh, this is totally not even horror, I guess, but like, you know, True Detective and Sharp yeah. Objects are, are two of my favorite Love shows sharp objects. ever. Love and sharp it's objects. it's it's what it's the example of like, is this supernatural? Is it not supernatural? And mm-hmm. then at the end for both of them, it's not. But right. like um, it's still it's almost scarier because it's not supernatural exactly. at, the, at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's such a cool story, though. We're way off track now. Not, yeah, I know. Uh, what I wanted to actually lead to with you seeing Doctor Sleep, um, I'm not too yeah. sure if you had the chance to check out the on-demand version or the uh, the uh, the VOD version or whatever. Um, they have the director's cut, which oh. is 30 minutes extra. Wow. Yes. Okay. It is three hours and five minutes officially. And it is wow. seriously, it's like watching an entirely different movie. Huh? It is so much more fleshed out, and it, yeah, because a lot of it did feel rushed. And I know that yeah. they changed they changed the the third act of it entirely. Mm-hmm. It did it didn't normally take place in the Overlook yep. in the uh, in the book. But I'm uh, man, it yeah, is, no, it I got awesome. You, have I gotta to check, check that it out. out. And it it's broken down kind of like a book, uh, and it goes by chapters. So I'll say chapter one, and I think chapter one's like the girl or something like that. Right. And and it's so good. It is such huh. a fascinating take. 
um, and just you learn a lot more of the true knots because that was what I wanted to know. I wanted to know more about those those people. And yeah, you learn a lot, especially more with about some of them. Yeah, especially with some of the actors they got to play. Yeah, um, the people in there, like I know, like oh, the the actor, he's like the snake or whatever they call him. I, I forget. He he uh, like Crow Daddy. Oh yeah, yeah, Crow Daddy, yeah. <laughs> snake, whatever, man. I, there's there's he, a, there's a snake, but it's a it's a girl, snake bite Andy. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the actor that plays the Crow Daddy guy, like he he's he's awesome. a fen- he's a phenomenal actor. He's like awesome. Far- Fargo, which is one of my favorite yeah. TV shows. <laughs> he's he's a, he's in that one, God, he's so and good. he he kills it. He kills everybody in that That's one, true. but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I would love to see an extended version of uh, Doctor Sleep. Maybe I'll wait a little while so that some of the details can kind of slip from my mind and then yeah. I can kind of watch it a little bit fresher. But it's good to know that that's out there for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. It, it's it's a fantastic take. I, I think you would I honestly love it so, so, so much. Uh, oh, yeah. But before we conclude, one last question that I do yeah. have for you, Nathan. Why horror? Um. Well, I, I we sort of answered it, right? Like, we did, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say like yes, horror at all. Like he's mm-hmm. saying, why horror? It's like yeah. I, probably not horror. But <laughs> as I was, you know, when I was when we were talking about doing a show together in some capacity, I was like, let's do like a show on Hereditary. Yeah, and um, I'm glad that we didn't do just that mm-hmm. because it actually made me like I have this list next to me now that's like you know probably half of my top 50 movies um of of at least the last 20 years like they're all horror movies in some <laughs> regard and yeah. it's sort of why um it's it's sort of like when i was talking about how there is a big disparity between different there's so many genres within the genre itself right right um so a kind of a cop out way to say it is like why horror it's like well cuz like half of everything is some kind of <laughs> horror at this at this point right and so just like law of large numbers like a lot of the movies you like are probably going to end up being horror um That's i don't fair. i don't when there there are people that are like if anything is even a hint of scary like they don't want to they don't want any part of it at all and i like i cannot comprehend that <laughs> it's like it's like, aren't you trying to feel something when you watch a movie, man? Yeah. Like that's and and horror does that really well in in whatever. It's that fear of being chased in slasher mm-hmm. movies. It's the it's the fear of the unknown and the cosmic horror. It's the it's um you know the fear of like mortality in um in sort of like the torture porn or you know body mutilation stuff, body exactly. horror. Um, it's got so many things within it so that to the point where all you got to do is kind of figure out the flavor and you can go down an alleyway like of what you think you might enjoy. Like you don't have to, Mm -hmm. like you don't have to watch world war Z. Like that's not, (laughs) that's not the, the style or, you know, you don't have to watch the walking dead or something like that's not all that horror can be. Sometimes horror is, about an alien that shows up and makes everything all weird in this one forest and there's a bear that says help me yep. and that's annihilation oh, like annihilation. that's Jesus. that's 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 <laughs> Jesus what that's, a scene <laughs> yeah that's that's also horror you yeah. know and so is alien and so is the shining and so is to a lesser extent doctor sleep mm-hmm. um it's all 
encompassing in a in a certain kind of way and so that's for me that's that's why horror is because um most of it already kind of is and it's an easy uh it's an easy entry point to um finding a new kind of flavor of things that you might not have watched otherwise absolutely no i completely agree couldn't have said it better myself like and this is honestly this is still a question that i'm asking myself constantly because i get the question asked to me almost every day like yeah. why do you like horror and i'm just like i honestly i don't know like <laughs> i'm still trying yeah. to figure out that question myself and that's why i tend to ask everyone like like why horror like why like what is it about this genre that makes you either semi attracted to it or not attracted to it at all like i mean granted the easy answer for not attracted is oh i'm scared of it but right. at the same time like okay but what scares you you know exactly and like i like i said like don't you want to like feel something when you watch a movie right. like not every movie like i said needs to be you know a perfect 10 out of 10 and mm-hmm. i'm gonna stand up on my couch and scream because it was so great <laughs> but um don't you want to like like when you watch something don't you want to be like oh shit i hope they make it out like if you if right. you sense your or if you catch yourself having that thought it's like ah oh, shit movies are pretty cool yeah um and so that's that's what i really like about movies as a whole and then horror just kind of encompasses, you know, the majority of that. You can watch, you know, The Lighthouse or Mandy. Like those are yeah. two wildly different movies. Yeah. To the to the point where one of those one of those movies only has two colors in it, and then Mandy has the rest. <laughs> right. Like, Mandy has every color under the rainbow. Like, <laughs> so um, good. So yeah, it's just there's just so much to to like about it that I think a, a rejection on its face of the genre would be like completely stupid yeah. <laughs> and like like thick-headed like there's so much out there to like 100 percent, i completely agree and it's 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 a fascinating question because my wife even um she doesn't she claims that she doesn't like horror and she tells everyone that she's not a fan <laughs> but deep down inside i know she's a fan because one of her favorite things to watch are like ghost stories of any kind she yeah. enjoyed paranormal activity she like yeah. if if i have paranormal activity on she's going to sit down and watch it like <laughs> it's it, like a lot of a lot of women too are into um just statistically they're into uh true crime which i would categorize yeah. as a kind of horror um true and it's kind horror. of mystery and that kind of stuff so like you know like i i think that even some most people like like your wife would would not consider themselves horror fans but if like i did yeah. you sit down and you write a list and you're just like dang i was scrolling through <laughs> like the t- the top 100 list and like i was I was like, oh, wait, no, that one was good. Oh, that one was good. Oh, that one made me think of another one that I like that was really good. And then, yeah. like, I have a full, then all of a sudden you have a full page of things. And you're like, I guess I like horror. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you're on this podcast, sir. Hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Nathan, honestly, you answered that perfectly. I want to first and foremost say thank you so much for joining me for tonight's episode. This was yeah. fantastic. And I can't wait for everybody to actually listen to this episode because this was such a fun, fun time. And thank yeah, you and for depending, speaking with me. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure, man. I was like, I was like, I was like, busting to get on the show in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I was you like, were when definitely we doing on this, my man? list, man. Once you would like start putting stuff about hereditary gifts and all this other stuff, I was like, God, I, I already had your name written down. You were like, I, just I think, was like, I need this guy. I think about that damn movie every day, man. <laughs> it's a good one to um, think about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, what? Um, 
if if people you know want to hear more of my voice yeah. uh, and your voice at the same time, oh yeah, there is an episode of my podcast, uh, the New Entertainment System podcast, coming out. Um, depending on when this the goes up, it'll be up um, within a week of it, I'm sure. Yeah, because yours is two ahead. Well, totally getting in the weeds here, but <laughs> no, you're um, so my my podcast. If we're into the plugging myself section of the, yes, of we the are. show we sure are. Uh, that we, was my next question <laughs> <laughs> we, i do an improvised comedy podcast about randomly generated video games um with uh myself my co-host cam Shouts and out to cam. A, yeah and a, and a guest from either the games podcast um scene the games industry or the games journalism industry and um we make some i mean speaking of the witch we made some some we made a, a game called Knack Philip. <laughs> shit, it was so it was so wild. Oh um, so, I have a robot that makes randomly generated prompts for uh, for video games, and then we then quote unquote design them. And uh, such a fun we, show. Uh, it was it was something. So um, I hope anybody that if you if you enjoy me rambling about whatever the hell I talked about while I blacked out on this podcast, <laughs> that you'll enjoy that podcast as well. Absolutely. Where else can people find you, Nathan? Uh, at Twitter at at two headed giant or uh, the podcast is at the NES pod. Perfect. Awesome. Yes. And if you guys would also like to be a part of this show, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife and also at goodnightlife. You can hit us up over there on, on Twitter. And if you want to be legit on the show and all you honestly truly need is a microphone of some kind, it's completely fine. Um, and we will be more than happy to talk horror with you. So follow me. Once again, Nathan, thank you so much for joining me. Um, but this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. We also had Nathan Brandt over at the NES Pod. (laughs) Thank you once again. Our efforts to get this show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us five stars is very helpful, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with a K. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Remember, everybody, don't forget your nightlife.